So, yeah, whose line is it anyway? Um, yeah, let's uh, we'll just uh, we'll do the the rough draft. We'll just spitball, and then you don't actually need these. Um, I used to use it to like test the uh, make sure you can because you can hear like stuff that you wouldn't hear while you're talking. Um, and you can hear like background noise or sometimes the door opening, closing, yeah, cat, a cat, a cat meowing, or sometimes the uh, what you call it, the uh, like the <laughs> like the air condition would like kick on in the house, and so I'd have to be like, oh, because it'll just become this like background white noise that uh, you wouldn't be ready for, and then it, it it's it's fine I guess if it's there the whole time, but if you uh, if you're like halfway through like a show and all of a sudden you start hearing. <laughs> You just get. You just oh, I bet. Yes, I, I respect your sentiments. I says you can, you can. You record like tell me your recording process. Like what's that like? My recording process is very it's very rudimentary because you know well, well what we did with with uh, the gang you know back when we first started we were just three piece and uh, we actually just we we got really lucky and just you know we knew the right people who just liked to produce music for fun so we were able to get just the gang in there. And essentially just had um, our friend Adam, who was uh, roommates with my drummer, Tim, uh, was nice enough to just take some time to like record us on like, I think we did a Logic Pro. Yeah. Logic Pro on a laptop with a, uh, a Scarlet. With a, <laughs> we, we, we basically just used the uh, Scarlet, which is kind of like one of these things, you know, but it's, yeah. it's just mini micro and um, you can do like up to four inputs. And uh, we got one from Guitar Center and we just recorded everything live like that. So we would do a, Guitar and bass separate, and then we use all four inputs for like just four different drum mics to get the percussion done. And from there, pretty much, we just knocked out three songs, you know. So that was kind of it, pretty much. This is really cool though. Like all your gear just looks like fucking legit as hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's gear. It's gear it does a lot more than I know. Uh, uh, but you know, this has been. I've been. I was actually going through some of the old stuff. Um, that I actually have a bunch saved on here because I never delete anything. So right on. Um, that was pretty cool, man. Like I, I've been doing this for like a really long time. Um, like I started uh, with a buddy of mine. We would just be like hanging out in the garage, and this is like when I moved back. Right when I moved back from Washington. Yeah, I remember you told me you lived there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we would just like sit in the garage and. Uh, I then drink. He would drink. I don't remember if I was drinking at the time. I don't think I was, but he would drink and he'd get drunk. And then he would just sweet dude. He would just go off on these like crazy tangents. And, and <laughs> you know, I'm like, and sometimes I wasn't even sure what he was talking about. It was just like this, this just, just intense rant about things. And, and, uh, and I, and he was, uh, he was a really smart guy. Um, definitely could <laughs> fill the air with talk. <laughs> and so he, he, but he wouldn't like ever use names. He would speak like, it's like, like one of those, um, like an Alice in Wonderland character. Like he would speak in like metaphors only. <laughs> okay. and, and so he'd be always be like, you know, when it's like you're going down and, and, so, and somebody just like runs up on your shit. It's like that. And it's just like, it, <laughs> but he's speaking about a specific situation that happened to him. And did, it, did he work at that team over or just, <laughs> Oh no, no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, he, I don't know where he worked anymore. Uh, but yeah, so we, we would just like talk for hours and then right on. So I started like recording conversations on a phone and, uh, yeah. And that's how it all started, dude. So like the first, like I started like recording conversations and like creating an archive and, 
eventually I was like, cause this is like 2000, uh, when did we move back? 2012? Oh man, those were the days. I missed the early 2010s. So 2019 <laughs> and 2012, 2013. Cause I graduated. Yeah. So I came, yeah, I don't know. It was right. Probably 2015 maybe. Oh, okay. A little bit later. Oh yeah. Yeah. But man, time flies. Yeah. So, but eventually I was just like, do you, do you hear the way you sound like do that? You just, you, you like people need to hear this conversation. <laughs> and, and that was when I got the idea and I was like, we should, we should just do this. We should just record this. And that was like what led the whole journey of like, like let's do a podcast thing. I like the inspiration. No, that's, that's great. <laughs> people have been doing podcasts for like a long time. And I just, I never really like, Grasp it, grasp it, because I'm the kind of dude that would rather listen to like the same 20 songs. But I feel like, like, it, I love interviews. I love interviews. And I love, like, when I was a kid, a teenager especially, I would listen to, if I couldn't sleep, my ass would just like put on YouTube on my yeah. phone and just listen to, like, hey, we're going to interview the lead singer of this band and we're going to talk to him for 10 to 15 minutes and ask him, like, good questions, you know? And, like, I always like stuff like that. And even just, you know, I feel like it's therapeutic for some people in the sense that kind of like leaving the TV on his background, maybe it's a, it kind of makes you feel like you're less lonely to have like, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're hearing like, it feels like you're having company. Yeah. You, you know? know? Yeah. Most definitely. Fill the void. Don't let me listen to my own thoughts. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to start asking questions. So it must be re refreshing for some people, especially maybe if you have like insomnia or you just, you know, you just want to have something to think about or listen to that's not yourself or, yeah. your, or your own shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, well, I know for me, I used to, well, I listened to like, uh, Dak Shepard has a podcast called Armchair Experts. I remember Dak Shepard. Okay. Dude, he's so funny. He's, yeah, he's in all like all the 2000s, like coming of age comedy movies and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was on, he started on Punked. What? Yeah, with Ashton Kutcher, you'd ever punked. Oh, I remember fucking punked. Yeah, just they, they're just like chilling and stuff. And Ashton Kutcher would put like fucking, it's like, we're going to prank Mila Kunis and yeah. put whipped cream in her fucking hair because I'm edgy and it's MTV in 2002. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, well, apparently he, uh, Dax Shepard had been trying oh, to make shit. it as an actor for like 10 years oh, <laughs> and man. was like about to give up. And then uh, it sounded like that was uh, his first, his first like acting role. And so, like that—that's what took you. He, yeah, went straight from Dang. went straight from punked, and then there was some other show. Wasn't he in? A, in a, okay, okay, wait. So, so, so he was—he was just struggling, and then just he for like ten years, yeah. And punked just he said make he was it, like, yeah, make he it was, pop off for him. He was ready to like basically give up. He said because he's like, it's one Damn. of the first episodes he does is he has Ashton on, and he's like, I don't think I've ever given you the credit you deserve. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you gave me my first job. Whoa, yeah. I, I I didn't know that because I mean Hollywood's very 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 dense, and there's so many different people and actors that are famous for different stuff. And like, I just, I just remember Dex was always in like, like he was in like employee of the month and like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's just like a bunch of like the, all those two thousands. Like I'm a young dude who listens to pop punk and it's the year 2003 <laughs> and like, I'm going to college and I also have a day job and there's the girl I like, but she's kind of out of my league. <laughs> That's like every fucking movie in like 2003. You remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're> <laughs> like dead ass. Yeah, you just slammed an entire era. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that shit though. I would love I like that shit. Like especially the music from that time. <laughs> okay. Can get yeah. it together, bud. Jesus. Literally. Uh it's like a time capsule. No, yeah, but so uh he did that and then he did yeah, anyways, a roundabout way of just coming back to his show is really good. Right on. And then um <laughs> And then what's the other one? And then obviously Joe Rogan. Joe, so I did some history, a little one, a little podcast history lesson. Cool, cool. Uh, fucking Joe Rogan has every episode he's ever done on YouTube. Oh uh, shit! Okay, cool, cool. And so I, I when I when I first so I had purchased like some medium 
like dollar equipment, just like just microphones that plug in and like okay. some th- like things that plug, you know, just things that plug into things that plug into this thing. Great. Just, just to fit, you know, give it, see if I can make it work. You gotta have a somewhere to starting point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We gotta start somewhere. And then, so I, I did all this and I was like doing research, like, okay, well, like what's the best show out there right now? And I was like, how, how do I emulate that? Right. And it was, uh, it was Joe Rogan, right? Like Joe Rogan was yeah, the only, yeah, yeah. the only person who like, if you say like, do you listen to podcasts? And be like, oh no, I've heard Joe Rogan though. And it's like, I don't listen to podcasts, but you know, he's the one that most people nowadays is different, but go back, you know, five years. What exactly. the fuck is a podcast? I've literally had people say that, like when I was doing this, and I was like, oh, you know, me and so and so, we're doing a podcast. They're like, the fuck is a podcast? I'm like, well, you. Heck you, and what, partner? Yeah, it's a funny name, <laughs> but it's basically, it's just like a talk show. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, so like the radio. It's like, yeah, without commercials and shit. And you can say whatever you want. There's, you don't. You yeah. Don't, yeah. You, no rules. I remember, yeah, it's like back in the day, like with like iTunes and stuff, you could like buy, buy or download the podcast. And like it was just like 45 minutes of, you know, interviews or people talking or referring. Yeah, it was really boring for a while. Um, everything <laughs> was just like really fucking stupid. <laughs> Honestly, like. Con- content wise, I mean, I was, I was a kid back in those days. I, I you know, shit. Like, uh, 2015? Wait. How old are you? So, oh, 20, oh, forgive me. 2015, I, yeah. I remember uh, as early as like 07 or 08, you had podcasts on iTunes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. That's where my headspace was at. Sorry, Mitchell. <laughs> but no, no. Hey, 2015, I just, uh, yeah, you know, I've been a musician my whole life, so it's just, it was just music or nothing. Like, you know, you couldn't get me to watch it. You have an awareness, right? Of things yeah, that yeah, exist. Yeah. I, I, have, I, have, I, have a, I have a consciousness for, for you know, uh, stuff that's popular and trendy. I mean, it's, <laughs> just, this is like, this in the media realm, of course. Yes, forgive me. This is a human version of music. You're just talking. It's like as close to making music as you can get without any talent. Bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, no worries. And I'm just like, this is really cool. This is good info for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, anyways. See, look, that's what I do. When I talk, that's how I talk. I go topic to topic and I never finish a, I never finish a thought. <laughs> I, we all can be like that sometimes, man. It's all good. Yeah, Jeez, I, yeah I was I was saying that I did some deep dive on research and right. Joe Rogan's first like 300 episodes are completely garbage. Just they're, just everything about it. Unwatchable. And I'm so ah. happy I'm so happy he, he put them on YouTube. So he, he like he would like get a camera or like a phone and, and he would record that and then we'd do the, the podcast. The first three hundred episodes, it's like him in his living room and it's it's just un like the like the quality sounds bad like the video is bad like everything is just video quality is bad so audio bad. is garbo dude he his <laughs> he like on episode twenty or something he he's like well we got our first sponsor and guess what his first like sponsor was uh um. Hot pockets, a fucking flashlight. Wow! Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> you were gracious. this close. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Basically the same thing. You just microwave one of them. This is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have sex with the Hot Pocket after this interview. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anyone. I mean, they have, pri- I mean, in prison, they call it a Fifi, right? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> that's what it do, man. That's that's how it be. Anyways, what, oh, long story short, uh, is, is the... Uh, so you just, just keep trying. Just keep going. Yeah. You start yeah. from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 300 episodes. Do you oh, know how many goodness. minutes of talking that is? That's, and each of his things are an hour or two long. Oh, baby, sorry. Bumped <laughs> into this thing. It's, and, it's, uh, it's okay. No, that's great. Well, I mean, you can. I mean, you can it's fine. This it doesn't bother it. It's, gotcha. it's fine. It, you might launch it, though. It's got a spring. The mic has this thing. is like counterweighted because these are so heavy. And I've seen him go. <laughs> like oh, a, man. like what is it? Like a trebuchet? Just. 
and launch that shit off. Whoosh. Yep. Gotcha. I'll try to be you know, mindful of your, of your gear. Forgive me. I what? closed. I, no. I, don't, I don't know if like if they ever told you, but like I close my eyes when I talk sometimes and then like I like my hands will move and my head will move and I don't actually know like what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just so bump, <laughs> just bump into stuff or like my hands will accidentally hit people in the head. Yeah. Well, no. And uh, back, let's dive back into uh, my first show. Right was, yeah, dude. The first show I did. We had like the, the the early version of these mics were so um, uh, sensitive that we I had like list of rules written up and like duct taped to the wall. No farting allowed. No, no <laughs> touching the table. No touching. The, no, because it would just make it would just <laughs> the it would just reverberate inside the because they're cheap mics, pretty much. You know, they're like forty dollar mics, and it would just like it just make this obnoxious noise every time you touched anything. If you even got remotely close, just, just, just oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> I have a feedback. Yeah. If you uh, if you if you stomp the floor, table rocks, like you couldn't. And so I had like the like no touching. And the what table. year was it? What year was it? This is uh, so was it 2015 or earlier? This was probably like four years because it was right when I moved into the apartments when I started working at T-Mobile. So just be like, Word. yeah. So like, dude, this it went from early version of mics and stuff, and then once we uh, started getting more serious, dude, like I was like, this is this show is like this could be something. Could have been a good show. Badass. Yeah, dude. And I was like, I, I, well, at least podcasting. I was like, I, I want to do more of this. This is fun. No, most definitely. I've always been interested in, in this as like a facet of like media and like entertainment. So like, I'm glad that I'm here. And thank you for making time out every week to want to do this. Like, this is really fucking cool, dude. <laughs> don't, don't thank me. You're here. You're doing it too. It takes yeah. two people. I mean, I could sit here and talk to myself, but that would be fucking weird. <laughs> right on, man. Yeah. Have you ever tried to talk to yourself? It, it was like, it, it's, it's. It's crazy, man. It's nah, a- I'll, I'll win arguments with myself if I'm driving home in the car, but that's about it. <laughs> By myself. Just like that, but you don't get to have that second set. Like you have to have, well, you ever listen to like Clive Lewis? Uh, is it Clyde Lewis? Like on the radio? Uh, I haven't. Talk show host. And talk show okay. host who just like solo hosts a show. <laughs> like you ever like listen to that? Like if you, after doing shows like this, you, you just kind of realize that it's like, that's really hard. To- like, so imagine like he's just talking about like, and then today's news in Palestine, this happened and blah, 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 this blah, 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 the stock market crashed, blah, blah, blah. Something happened in C- <laughs> CNN. <laughs> kind of, ouch, 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 sorry. <laughs> You're really good at reading teleprompter, I can tell. I did broadcast briefly. I would always talk like that. And they're like, no, no, Alex, just be yourself. Don't, don't, don't actually talk like that. No, 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 don't do that. Please help yourself to another if you like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or no. don't. The choice is yours. I'm not going to force alcohol down your throat. But if you do get drinking, <laughs> I, I will buy an Uber for you back to Kaiser if you need, and you can leave your car. It's <laughs> ten minutes, man. Yeah. My uh, uh my homie Tim is on Chemoa. So what? Uh, Chemoa Street. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure what I thought you said, but not that. Yeah, no worries. Ch- Chamawa. I thought that's what I thought. Chamawa. Is that not how it's said? Chamawa, sh- according according to our to our, th- our third party. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I always say... Ch- and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Chamawa. Ch- Chamawa. Yes, okay, so it's Chamawa. Well, that, anyways, street, the street. Yes. What about it? Oh, it's just where I came. That's the, that's the area I came from to come down here. But yeah, I, I, uh, the reason why we were, I was behind and I'm sorry I, I, I squandered your time and didn't get here sooner is because like my boy Kid, uh, he has like a really fancy amp, but it's got, it's like when you buy a guitar amp, it's like buying a used car. Like you're kind of inheriting someone else's problems sometimes. <laughs> and that's just, it sounds great when it works, but when it doesn't work, it's broken down like three times. So he let me borrow the backup <laughs> one just to have something fun to play on. Yeah. And uh, just we had to come all the way here from from Shamawa, Shamawa, <laughs> and then, then haul ass back. So you know that was just the thing. 
But um, anyways, it was just it's a, it was a fun experience to be able to like you know just like we were bust out an amp. Yeah, we we reflected on, it. but that's but that's why it was kind of slow getting. Kaiser's there. not that far from here. I live in Kaiser. Yeah. It's only ten minutes. Yeah, for sure. What I related to like back home is like we have like Las Vegas and there's like Henderson. So like Henderson is like it's a ten minute drive and you're in a different neighborhood. So <laughs> what? Like, yeah, you know, just like it's a suburb. <laughs> it's just a big suburb. You know what I mean? Today's uh, tangent is brought to you by Drive Time Commute. <laughs> <laughs> How far are you? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, fifteen minutes. I think that's a that's a perfect trial run. You wanna just straight up? How dare you have your own opinion? How don't you dare come at me like that? It's good to communicate and shit. Yeah. Do people need to fucking communicate and stuff? And like I said, just talk talk like every week and crap and stuff. Dude, if you ever need this one event, you like, bro, you fucking text my ass or just come down. You're welcome to fucking kick it here anytime you want, dude. Fucking drink beers, bullshit, listen to music. Oh, I love to like actually like jam jam. Jam jam. Yeah, like I have like all the instruments. I know you do. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I, I've looked at a guitar once. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a keyboard once. <laughs> hey, I, I got three guitars, a bass, and uh, I don't oh, I don't know how to yeah. play any of them. Dude, the, <laughs> the LTD is sick though, dude. Like I don't I don't listen to too much like like metal metal. Like the heaviest band I listen to is like Silent Planet or like Amity Affliction, dude. But uh as far as like prog metal, dude, like yeah, yeah. I need to like, give Gojira more of a chance, man, for sure. Everybody needs to give more chance to Gojira. <laughs> I need some heavier music because, like, when I start going, when I go back to do my games and stuff at the gym, I need like I need to listen to like fucking angry music. We're talking like Bring Me the Horizon, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally, that's what we do. Yeah, I bet I bet you get so fucking sick of like dude, when when the fucking gang only wants to listen to emo rap. I bet you're on the inside you're just like no, actually, shit. you know, you're getting used to it. You're getting a taste. I for was it. gonna say, slowly, I think prox, I think proxy. What's it called? Uh, that thing where you love your captor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, also, we're live, by the way. We're going. This is real. This is happening live on KEXP Salem. KEXP. Is, is that a, is that a show? Is that real? It's just, it's the one in Seattle, oh, okay. and I love it because uh, they would always have like live bands play, and uh, they would like kind of like, interview oh, the band. Oh no, that's a and great they have, like, the idea. No. The flashy lights in the background. You, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a great idea. We could literally bring our. We could literally like promote like through the middle of the show. Like we'd be like fifteen minutes have and then like I have like a break and be like hey here's this band by the way that's local listen to the song we come back and we just take our 15 and come back and uh and we could uh, literally just like advertise local local this show is really grunge I'm getting a really grungy vibe from this this, this I, whole thing this is very something I subscribe to but I like that idea a lot and plus it'd be great to just be like interview the bandmates like how'd you guys fucking meet what inspired you it's like you know hey do you want to smoke a doobie in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> after the interview or something like that <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you say yes to drugs or no? I'm just curious. Asking for a friend. I'm a paid TV actor. I'm not the, the show host at all. Yeah, there's no wrong answer, <laughs> but if you say no, we'll make fun of you. I'm just saying. Most well, definitely. But yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, though, because I was just thinking, like, well, if this dude fucks with, like, prog metal, and it's like, I come from, I, I, I just, I'm one of those huge, like, sad rap kick. Like, sad rap is, like, the biggest trend right now for, like, you know, music. <sighs> and I'm just yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, it you either, you, either di you, you digest it or you don't, but it's also very black and white, because, like, for, like the one, there's the 1% of, like, it's really good, but then there's 99% where it's like hot topic cringe bad. <laughs> well, you know, and I, and I came probably from the, the farthest uh, other point of it where I wasn't 
I wasn't down right away, but like I don't, I haven't, I haven't changed listening to it's genre. An acquired yeah, I've been yeah, listening yeah. to Gojira since two thousand and fucking four, dude. Like they've in been, fresh, they've been, damn, they've been together a long freshman time. year in high school. They had their three albums, out, uh, and, and I've been listening to them for. And, and my music taste hasn't changed at all. It's like it's it's grown by point zero 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 one percent, and and the introduction to like sad rap, like little peep and stuff, was was a big pill to swallow. But after listening to it enough. Uh, no, no, no. Now, now I think like, honestly, if you go back and listen to it, the like little peep and juice world, especially, uh, right on. you know, rip rest in peace, whatnot. <laughs> but like, no, like they have a whole different perspective on life that they, they their music is almost, it is perfect. It, you know, the, it does exactly what music's supposed to do. It, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a poem. Or, I love your takeaway. <laughs> no, I really don't keep going. I love your takeaway. That's no, great. It, it, they just, they have this way of uh, reiterating their own experiences through, through their own music. And, and through that, they created their own genre and, and it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's a if you're not into that, it's a little hard to get into, but like, I really respect it, dude. Like, I think little peep stuff is like pretty fucking good. Actually. It was pretty fucking raw. And like, you know, telling aside, like, yes, like he could hit notes. <laughs> he could hit notes. Yeah. He, he could sing, but just like these topics and subject matter, regardless, it was, it was fucking raw. It was relatable, you know? And it wouldn't <laughs> even matter if he was six feet in the dirt or not. You would still fuck with this shit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Same. Exactly. Uh, even though, um, yeah, even, and, and I got to respect the pile life, dude. My, my, my old co-host, it was it coined the term pile city, which is uh, what? pile city, bro. Pile like pile city. of shit. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start using that now. Oh, huh? dude, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh my goodness. I, we were this close to calling the old chill pile city for sure. <laughs> Uh, he would have an alarm. He got me on this cause we would, we would fucking get crunk until two until it shut the bar down and then go home and have a couple more crack them out. And then, uh, he would have an yeah. alarm on his phone specifically set to his not work days. And it was set for like two 30 or three, th- some shit. And if we weren't out the door by the time that aw- the pile alarm went off, we called it a day because if you weren't out the door at three 30, y- you were too fucked to, to recover. There was no way you were going to make anything happen. He's like, you gotta, you gotta set some, some boundaries. You gotta police yourself. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the alarm. Right. So like you got did your it. best to like, you know, wake up at two and be like, it, you go, it's time to go. Like there's no law. Like you gotta get up. But, it, uh, we would definitely, uh, <laughs> there, there was a couple days where that, that alarm woke oh, us both my up goodness. and we, and the only thing you can do is, is, is start drinking again <laughs> because it's the shit. Head, nah, relatable. <laughs> head down to the West side and get started early. Most definitely, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I've, I've been on both ends of that, whether it's like the, hey, let's fucking fucking rage at home and fucking, you know, versus like, hey, it's nice to be social and go out and play billiards and do karaoke and bullshit. So I've seen both sides of this. Oh, no, raging alcoholic style. There was none of the billiards. There was none of the fun stuff. <laughs> just going straight for the jugular. Then. Oh, okay. we would, we would yeah. go skate and then we would go drink and then we would repeat and that was it. We would- I feel like it's a bad <laughs> recipe. Like no one ever fucking like, like broke their femur or fucking shattered a wrist, you know, doing a, trying to do a you know, kickflip and it was some some kind of you know spin grab and then next thing you know like you know the Jaeger the Jaeger played a part and while you're in the hospital <laughs> we don't go you don't drink while you're skating you, that's the whole thing is that you you don't drink while you're skating but you try to make sure you 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 cap yourself enough to make sure that the next day you're functioning so you fucking have motor skills fucking so, okay great okay so what you're saying is the drinking would pu- would punctuate the skateboard yeah okay, so, okay. <laughs> yeah you try you, the only reason so you, they were never too synonymous <laughs> the only reason you didn't drink more was because the next day you were gonna go skate dude like eat breathe live die skateboarding like that was that was the my life for 
And that was like that was the culture for like young Mitchell growing up. It's just it's, oh, yeah. you subscribe to that kind of like you know just where the like, this is your mantra of like it's fucking skate or die, and then we fucking we rage when we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of like the one. That was the that was the one dudes <laughs> for a minute. No, yeah, for a long time, dude. And nice, nice. I, I could never skate to save my shit. I probably might. no, no, me neither. I was terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I spent twelve years uh, trying to be good at something I was never going to be anything but uh, subpar at, and luck. I was lucky enough to have. But uh, did you have fun though? Yeah, it was fun. No, I learned a lot of good things from skateboarding. Uh, more, more importantly, I learned to film, uh, which was really what like I, I I brought to the table. So like my buddy, he w- he was a phenomenal, probably one of the best in Salem. Oh, sure. For, okay. You know, dude, he's to this day. I don't know what he's doing now, but I, I guarantee you, if he's still skating, which I know he is, the guys the guys on you know that next level. He's a part of that one percent for sure. Um, but, awesome. but I, but I would film him. And so like, you know, it, being hung over and, and filming is just as, is honestly, if, if not harder, because, you know, sometimes you fucking hit, forget to hit record. Oh yeah. You I can't bet. do that when this dude's jumping down 14 stairs and putting his life at risk. Like you just don't do that to somebody. Yeah, man, You don't, you don't <laughs> want to be the guy. And then on top of that, you know, if you got alcohol withdrawal, you got to do the camera pan yeah, and the yeah. hand shaking. You know, it's yeah, good. got that shaky hand. <laughs> Trying, trying to capture this this narness, and, and then you know, he, I fu- you know, I fuck it up, and I'd be like, "Can you do it again?" It's like it's like we need you to get hit by a car again for the sh- for oh the yeah, shot. Uh, yeah. Oh it, my goodness. Yeah, if that was the case, I I would lose my my film my filmer card that day if that was. The case. And there were a couple times uh, I did fuck up, but you, you you know, at a certain point, like it's it's like a job, dude. Like if you're gonna film people who are serious about skateboarding, like you you have to take it just as serious as they do. So most definitely. If I think this is what this is. This all comes from is that level of seriousness that, that brought on from, from that neurosis that, that happened was, was the, that seriousness, uh, bled over into this. And then I just ended up taking this way too seriously. If you're passionate about something, of course, you're going to want to have it be your legacy. It's part of yourself. It's an extension of what is not only your personality, but the product. <laughs> so I guess why why you want to defend that and have it be something worth representing. I don't, I don't blame you. But yeah, exactly. You know, whether you're filming it or you are the the medium and you're the one doing the tricks and the flips and shit, you know, you want to, at the end of the day, both parties want to have something they can be proud of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same thing with music, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't, you just don't want it to fucking suck. Exactly. You know, whether you're, you're the, whether you made the beat, you know, like, let's yeah. say you made the most fire beat ever. And then like fucking a uh, little, 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 trash boy gets on the beat and it sounds like, you know, like a, like a freaking, like a school janitor trying to, you know, <laughs> Know. School like, janitor reading from a Dr. Seuss book. Got that cat on my hat with my gat. <laughs> like literally, like you you know? can't get the fuck off my beat, dude. Like, Seriously, like who let who let this guy on the beat? Get him out of here. You're canceled. What is with the face tattoo? You're not even there yet. Like, stop it. <laughs> Wait till you're good. Oh my god. It's like why why, why ruin your life at this phase yeah, of your career? <laughs> You've made really poor decisions, and and that was probably at the top of that list. Oh, gravy! Oh man! Yeah, it's, dude, it's so dumb to figure. I, I'm, I'm at this phase in my in my career with body work. I literally got my first <laughs> tattoo at 26, and as I work for a restaurant, like, okay, we can get a tattoo, but it has to be three by three. And here I am with the fucking umbrella, and it's exactly three by three because I wanted to keep my job. Oh my god! Oh my goodness gracious! And then, so and, they're hard about the tattoos. Uh, if and for the at the time, yeah, they're yeah. slightly starting to get more lax. Yeah. Whereas where you work at it. A job where you know your physical appearance is way way less. I had to wear an armband when I worked at the really, H- in, when I worked at the Hilton in, in uh, Seattle. They made me 
fucking cover it up. Yeah, dude, they wouldn't. They you worked wouldn't. at the hell in Seattle. Downtown Seattle, dude. Like down, I worked a block away from the Space Needle, dude. I've had some crazy jobs, dude, over the oh, last couple of years. Cool. Uh, it was good shit, dude. That was a crazy place. I, living in Seattle was an experience, I, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, but don't ever live in Tacoma. I swear to God, if just don't do it. If you, if you live there, I'm sorry. So it's like worse than Portland? Tacoma. Just, I don't even. Dude, I moved to Tacoma. I was working like two jobs, working 14 hours a day. And yeah. And so like we had, our lease was up on the place that we were living and like the situation was basically like, Hey, just find us another place that has more space because we lived in a loft at the time. Uh, and so I was like, just find us a place that's affordable with rooms. I don't care where it is. And and I was working all the time. And so, uh, who were you putting all this trust on? This is my ex at the time. We've been together for a while. We moved to Washington together and and fuck. Yeah, dude. Like all of a sudden it was just like, I found a place to come. And I was like, do you want to check it out? I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Just, just, just just sign the papers. We'll, We'll go. And worst is never again, dude. Never. We signed a year lease, not like six months. It was a year it's lease. A year lease. Okay. I've been there before. Yeah. yeah. And before I, I realized what was even going on, I was like, people were like, where are, you, where are you moving to, Mitch? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm moving to Tacoma. Tacoma. Bro, people were like, to Compton. And I was like, what do, you, what do you mean to Compton? They're like, that's the fucking ghetto, bro. And it was. Tacoma. <laughs> I, had, I, I had a prostitute oh, offered ooh. to me at my door. Oh, wow. On okay. my door. Uh, the pizza guy. <laughs> Oh my. called us and said he wasn't coming because he had a gun pulled on him. And that's just like wow. the starter. Oh, dude, yeah, this is start. There's so many stories. Tacoma's a trip, dude. Because, <laughs> like, like I, I just know it's, it's conjoined to Seattle and so, to some extent. Yeah, 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 right. Like, like, you oh, know, surrounding oof, city. Oof, okay. But, yeah, dude, that's just the, 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 the tip of the iceberg as far as how crazy Tacoma really is. Urban sprawl. Oh yeah, my goodness dude. Gracious. I would never do it again. I'm so much more cautious of where I move to now. Like, I, I want to go there. Uh, at five o'clock when everyone gets home, I want to know how many kids live in the neighborhood. You know, I, w- I want to know what the neighbors are like. Uh, I, I got to do it, like it's yeah. Just be careful. Just be careful when when picking a place to live for sure. Most definitely. I respect your sentiments, especially when, you know, when you want to secure a life and just have something comfortable. Everyone needs stability, you know, <laughs> maybe Google it first. I don't know. Like it's not that it wouldn't have been that hard to Google, like to Google Tacoma and, and, you know, but, <laughs> What's the crime rate in Tacoma? Because I'm sure that would have been an indicator. Oh, exactly. You know, it's funny. Like, I remember, like, moving here and talking about, like, I went to that bowling alley. They're like, oh, you went to that bowling alley in Salem? It's like, oh, shit. Well, fuck me. I went, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. As a transplant. People are worried about you. I don't fucking know where shit is or what's supposed to be subjective. Did you lock your doors? (laughs) You know what I mean? Comparing and contrasting someone like me who's a transplant versus, (laughs) hey, you grew up here. Oh, you took a girl on a date there? You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Well, Salem. Salem's a little weird like that. They're kind of judgy around here, so I wouldn't take that to heart. It's it's a thing, you know. It's like I feel um eventually you kind of just get to a point where like, hey, you've lived in an area to the point where you're like, hey, this is cool or like not cool. But I give us, I think like I've noticed there's lots of that in Oregon, but there could be lots of that <laughs> in any any capacity in any major city or state well, or yeah. any place in America. Oh, dude, yeah, I grew or up, any country. <laughs> yeah, dude, I grew up in South Salem my entire for 18 years. I like like literally like the same like 15 blocks, whatever. And uh, I always thought Kaiser was kind of like you know. Uh, sketchy and now now I live in Kaiser and Kaiser's pretty chill, dude. Like I mean, there don't get me wrong, the wrong part of Kaiser is not no, chill. definitely. I've done I've done a few <laughs> grub hubs. There's there's some grub hubs I've done in Kaiser where I'm like, yeah, this is a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. And then there's some where I'm like, okay, this looks like a trailer swamp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my car is stuck in a trailer swamp. Like help, help, <laughs> <A> trailer swamp. <laughs> 
like there's the trailers everywhere, but then also like <laughs> the rain. The rain has created like these. these like this, yeah. Like, there's there's no concrete. There's only dirt roads. If you're not if you don't have a four wheel drive, you, you're fucked. <laughs> like an alligator, like swims by your window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So you, you get it. I mean, you just yeah. The the whole living situation is uh, to me is super important nowadays. I mean, I'm almost thirty, so like at this point. This is exactly true. And even despite whether, despite regardless of what your age would be, you know, I mean, like everyone just has different standards of living, you know, like my, anyone's take backs or uh, standards are going to be different than like one person's to another's and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it could be a lot of factors from just lifestyle. I just to, don't like, want people breaking in my car. <laughs> dead ass. Yeah. Cause that, and like that literally fucking happened to me. Yeah. And, I like, saw your fucking broke window. Dude. It's just like, like to me, it was just like, okay, someone broke the window on my Honda and just like, I, I'm not going to give a soft story. I was just like, okay, well, like I'm just going to get on with my life now. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the fix, there is a fix to that though. Like you can't avoid that. Uh, somebody, uh, <laughs> no, when I was younger, seriously, I was skating at this elementary school that I grew up at. And this, this kid that was like a couple years older, um, can't, he, he walked by and he, and he, and he stopped by us and he's like, Hey, is that, is that your Honda with the <laughs> windows down? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Hey dude, like, your phone is sitting on the dash. Oh no. Yeah. And he straight up was like, he's like, if I was my old self, dude, I would have just jacked your shit right there. Uh, he's like, but I'm trying to fucking get right, man. So just, just a heads up, like don't leave things in your car that you want stolen. And I was just like, okay, that's, that's like really good advice. Actually. We get so caught up in life sometimes that, yeah, you, you kind of just, you miss, you miss small shit like that. Like even, and even like, you know, just in today's world, I realized like, whoa, shit, did I leave my fucking phone in my car? Like, God, wait, wait, what kind of neighborhood are we in? Dude? Yeah. No, well, no. And that's what I'm saying is, um, <laughs> I, I had my car broken into oh, once and they stole my stereo and it was a fucking $20 stereo from Walmart. It looked nice, but oh, if, no, man, yeah. yeah, it was, it was trash. It wasn't, no one wants to buy the same thing twice. Like that's just, just fucking it wasn't annoying, worth dude. anything. They broke my window for it and it was just like oh, it wasn't even worth it for your time and like after that plus that story of that guy uh dude i don't lock my doors anymore i just make sure uh i take anything that's in my car that that's that's valuable like my like license or wallet or anything and, and i just leave my doors unlocked and i've had people go through my car uh when i lived at the house off felony flats off of um Oh shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this it, is it, the Salem felony flats. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay, it's, okay. Dude, yeah. We lived right off the side of mission, uh, like right ah! on the line, dude, like the first day that we were there, that we had moved into the house. Um, like our neighbor came in and be like, Hey, there was this guy and he was, um, he was rummaging around your car this oh, morning. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, rum, like the first day we moved there. And the pri the prison's <laughs> off of like state street, right? Oh yeah. It's not oh, that far. Shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause my, my out of coworkers, like, I live on felony flats. Like the fuck is felony flats? <laughs> like, oh, it's because it's close to the yeah. fucking prison. Yeah, dumbass dude. Alex. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and I was, you know what? I was happy because dude, I, I left my doors unlocked and I didn't leave anything in the car. And so he rummaged through my car, realized wasn't anything in there and he fucking left it alone. Yeah, Cause if, if they're going to have, if you're going to. If they see something they fucking want, they're going to fucking take it. And they're going to fucking break your shit because they're just, you know, they're just, they're, just, they're bad people and they don't really. They're just, probably just, tweaking, man. You don't. Some kind of fucking weird, crazy shit, dude. Yeah. You don't make sound decisions when you're tweaking. You break things, you steal things and you rob people. I have, apparently this is, this is the life of, of such, such a cohort. <laughs> you know what I mean? And fucking demented one, of course. But you know, at the, at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just like, shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. It's important to protect what's valuable to you. Life lesson for anyone listening. Don't lock your doors and don't leave shit in your car. <laughs> Most definitely. It is, it is. It's a wild world out there. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Seriously. Seriously. 
Um, are you someone that subscribes to the whole, like, do, are you packing anything? Do you ever keep like a switchblade on you? Do you have a, a concealed well, carry? Well, I, mean, I don't know or? if I can say this publicly because, you know, and then people are going to want to rob me if I say I don't, <laughs> own, if I say I don't, no, I'd never own a gun. Then this I'm, is, this yeah, is me gonna, with no, yeah. with no yeah, people conscious, conscious judgment or thinking. That's an <laughs> asshole who doesn't subscribe to guns. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I believe people have the right to protect themselves and their own property. I endorse that. Yeah, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because it's like, people be crazy and yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, if you're going to be that fucking crazy, you need to be met with that kind of logical crazy in return. To exactly. Say. I actually don't subscribe to either of those. It's just like, if you want to... <laughs> so you're if you want to rob Alex... Then you're going to just you're gonna catch get, these hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that's going to happen. He's just going to catch these hands. Wild out. He's got a big fucking reach. Watch out. That's a, that is a six-foot swing on there. Watch out. You... Eh. <laughs> Actually, we were, we were just like thinking about that kind of shit the other day, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, protect your shit. And then on top of that, I think, um, what's what's your best piece of advice besides leave your, don't leave important <laughs> shit invisible in a line of sight? What else would you recommend? Well, you mean like, to, at, if you're like at a, home, own big fucking dogs. That's a good one. No. I had two German shepherds, dude. And they, uh, yeah, I fucking tested them one day. I threw up my, no, straight up. I, I threw up my hood and it was dark out. <laughs> well, I just wanted to know. I'm serious. I wanted to know what the fuck they would do. And, and, and I mean, I figured they could smell me, but you know, I, I threw up my hood and it was rainy and, and I came up and, uh, I, you know, I kind of like was all sketchy. Yeah. fucking acting all sketchy. Oh, and, yeah. No, straight up. And they almost fucking bit my arm off. Yeah, fuck they both that like yeah. The one came at me with such aggression because like, and I was just like, yeah. I, I ran back and I threw my hood back. And, and these just, are your dogs. These, these are your babies oh, that yeah. you love. Yeah, as soon as I took my hood down, they realized it was me. They were like, oh hi, dad. And you saw them go from zero to sixty almost. Oh, that was so happy. Yeah, I didn't worry about a fucking thing after that. <laughs> oh man, I remember I had a story like this when I was like nineteen. I, I get invited to like a chick's place, just like the bullshit and hang out. It's the parents' place for teenagers, you know and shit. And like, she didn't tell me like. There's two fucking Rottweilers. <laughs> hey, by the way, I have two fucking huge Rottweilers for this specific reason that you just mentioned why you have two German Shepherds. <laughs> and um, I'm just, you know, me not having like common sense or judgment. It's just like, I want to go visit this house in this neighborhood, which would, would have been like the Las Vegas equivalent of yeah. a felony flat. Right, so I'm right. like, I'm just going to open the screen door and then ring the doorbell. And then it's like, holy shit, next thing there's two Rottweilers lunging at my, my penis. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and literally one of them, okay, like totally like maybe just nipped my fucking like my quad. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this could have gone way fucking worse. Luckily the parents were right there and they called the dogs off. Yeah. And I'm just like, Alex, why are you like this? <laughs> so, but, yeah, but yes, big, big fucking dogs. Good security yeah, measure. They walk tall and have big dogs. And just fucking own a fucking fuck. animal that will fuck someone. Up. Yeah, fuck the big <laughs> stick. Get get a couple of German shepherds or Rottweilers. You'll be fine. Most definitely. Actually, you know what would be really badass is like, why can't we just have a fucking like a re like a fucking like security panther or a security jaguar? <laughs> Cause like my ass would, you know, it speak, Hey, like a fucking Doberman looks cool. Hey, a fucking German shepherd looks hella cool. But like, dude, why can't I just have a fucking all fucking like a fucking Jaguar? That's like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. <laughs> I will scratch your face off. I, I mean, I don't, I think the, 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 I would be worried about that. Cause they're like stealthy predators. Like before that person would be dead before they even knew it. That'd be some like waiting to get murdered shit. Yeah, I mean, those, those are fucking jungle cats. That's what I'm saying. Cool. You want something that's louder and not just like the danger to loud ratio. You want something loud and dangerous. You don't want something that's like silent and deadly because you're just going to end up with people <laughs> trying to rob your house and dead all the time. 
Gotcha. No, that's, that's, that's a good observation. That's a good observation. Uh, yeah, you don't that's want crazy. anybody technically dead, but that, it would help that, you know, that the if the panther was maybe louder, um, y- you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, I totally get, I follow it. But so on the subject, sound. on the subject of animals though, like, like Mitchell, if you were going to take any kind of like weaponized animal into a fight, <laughs> what would it be? Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Like roosters are really fucking scary. Shit, dude. Yeah, those. Oh, man. I watched a whole YouTube reel today about people being chased by chickens and they're terrifying. They just they, they don't care if they die. That's why oh. they have like cockfights and shit. Like they just don't care. You kick it as hard as you want. It's going to keep trying to fucking peck your eyes out. Zoinks. Yeah, it's very distracting. I don't I don't know how effective it is, but definitely would. <laughs> Dude, fucking, because like all those critters, they like they they evolve from like fucking like raptors and shit, right? Uh, yeah, tiny little raptors with oh wings. Oh my god, yeah, like fucking like those. Before even like the birds of prey, they all evolved from like fucking like velociraptors and like those those other raptors with like they have like feathers and shit. Like they all like evolved and crap <laughs> to, to turn into a cute little like poof ball that makes eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, no dinosaurs, they laid eggs too. So. Oh shit. Oh shit, fucking check the movie. Welcome to History 101 with Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow, mind blown. Literally, that's okay. I I get that chicken. If I was going to go to fight with a weaponized animal, exploding lobster. That's not the same. No, you can't. What are you? Who's strapping the lobster? The lobster. The lobster detonates upon impact. What does that job pay? Who is? Who are you paying to strap this lobster with fucking dynamite? Um, not Pecco. Is it? Is it? <laughs> oh, and is it remote? Is this something you have to watch? You know how slow a fucking lobster is. I, I mean, like, is it, I, I, it's probably not the most humane weaponized animal. <laughs> what to who? The lobster or the person? I mean, like, it's it's a wild world out there. You just you got to protect yourself somehow. Like, I mean, I wish it was more humane for the lobster, but I mean, like, it's if it's gonna go out, you know, like it's a pretty badass way to go out. <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably better than being fucking boiled alive, which is the alternative. Like, if you're a lobster on your deathbed and like the, like someone was like listen lobster I'm gonna make <laughs> I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse <laughs> okay you could you have my attention you could bo- you could be boiled yes. alive or, or, or you can you can become a weapon what's that <laughs> you can be a weapon <laughs> you can become a weaponized lobster what choices have led the lobster to this this crossroad I I sh- <laughs> who does the who does the lobster owe money this is terrible Somewhere on the East Coast. I mean, I'm sure there's some there's some coral reefs some on the East gang Coast. Some shit, bro. <laughs> some shit be real. Lobster got hooked down with the wrong group of friends. He's uh he can't pay back his loan. And it's just like he's got to you know, make a choice. Yeah, the 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 lobster mob. They you know they want protection money, protect his grandparents and shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude. The paper route's not paying enough. Obviously, he had a fucking lobster coming at you screaming Alu Akbar, who fucking <laughs> trying to end it all. Most craziness. Who? Which? Which actor would you cast to play the lobster in the, in the video? I the film adaptation. Willem Dafoe. Dude, Willem <laughs> Dafoe. I was gonna say Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when he said, <laughs> I thought of like like Harry, Harry Osborne from Spider Man, the, the older. <laughs> yeah, but then I also thought of like Boondock Saints. Like, yeah. The fuck? Just him in a big fucking lobster suit, bro. Holy shit. 
<laughs> I just I just think of his fucking face and as as the fucking Green Goblin, and it's like the eccentric like fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah! Out. Oh my goodness! Imagine him coming at you with some C four and a lobster suit strapped at you. That would be some scary shit. Most definitely, dude. I like I like where your head's at, but I would have like fucking picked Mark Wahlberg. Okay, <laughs> Mark. Oh, he get the job done. I get it. Yeah, that's some that's some uh, D Day. You know, D- do or die shit. That man. That man's about getting it done. Mark Wahlberg, he never breaks character, and he always finishes <laughs> finishes a role strong. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that. Yeah, he he is just really good at, at being a film actor. I bet, yeah, dude. I've seen his like he he like posted his like routine for the morning, and he's like basically he works out like sixteen hours out of an eighteen hour day. It's nuts. His, what it, the fuck? Dude? No, dude. Yeah, he like wakes up at like two or three in the morning, works out for two hours goes and gets breakfast, works out for another two hours, goes to work, and then, like, does a mid-break lunch slash works out oh for another. Dude, the dude is just, like, he's built like a tank, and the man's going to outlive us all for sure. He's so disciplined. Like, Mark Wahlberg knows what's up. He, shit. Yeah. Man, I need to steal a page from his playbook. Yeah, somebody tr- posted a video, but, like, Mark Wahlberg's workout schedule and, like, literally was vomiting by, like, 2.30. Zoings. <laughs> Just couldn't keep up with the fucking routine. I freaking bet, man. Before, you know, all this, you know, the you know the uh, the implications and the social climate change, I, I was about about trying to just, just to get kind of just get bigger and get, get some more muscle mass and bulk up a bit. And then I got into the subject of, you know, hey, guess what? Everything's canceled. But like, you know, back before, you know, our lives were this, like what's something you really fucking miss, dude? Like what do you just like really miss about just having a normal... Dude, I'm not the right person to ask. I don't... Nothing. Oh, yeah, because we're both recluses. God damn it. (laughs) Have you met me? (laughs) And it's like... It's like, Mitchell, who do you fuck with? Like, who, who does Mitchell really fuck with? And then here we are now. And just, just you know, and yeah, it's dude, like. fuck with you right now. This is literally going down. You heard it here first. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> is that the soundtrack for fucking Ferris Bueller? Uh, it's the soundtrack for our, our, our cast now. It's just, well, like eventually you can get in, get in a couple like air horns, like a few air horns, one explosion. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, and one of those critters, too. Okay, all right. I DJ see. Khaled! Make sure you hit the subscribe button now. We <laughs> depressed! <laughs> Fucking literally. That sounds like that sounds like Emo Night Portland right there. Oh, man. Whatever the fuck he says. He says some shit like that, right? Like, he's screaming that. I didn't even... Wait, so is he, like, a real DJ, even? Or just, like, is he... I don't even know what DJ... What does DJ Khaled do? I, I'm guessing he's a real DJ to have that name, but at the same time, he could literally just be screaming on a mic. He could just be really drunk and like like he's a hype man. Yeah, dude. Like somebody been like, hey, D- hey, Khaled, come here, man. I want you to hype. Come here. Just 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 hey, just say this. Just just you know, just say DJ Khaled on the mic real quick. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> DJ Khaled! And just like, yeah, just run that back now. Put that on the rest of 2012. Fucking literally, man. His fucking name was everywhere. Like, I didn't even know who he was before he was famous, and all of a sudden he just uh, what does he do? Does he make music? Is he a producer? I feel like he's a producer. I feel like he's in that realm. He's got to be a producer to be that famous. There's nobody out there who looks like that. Who's got real talent. But like, what, what's a famous song you've heard? For example, like we all listen to like all the goth boy click songs and these sad rap songs. And they always say like the producer's name at the beginning. So like it'll kick off with something. Oh, along, right. Right. Along the, like the watermark on the song. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's always like 
Cardiff Avenue, Cardiff Avenue, Cardiff Avenue. Right, right. Or it's something like that's Big the, Head on the Beat. <laughs> that's what the DJ Khaled thing is, right? Big Head on the Beat. It's so people can't steal your beat. That's the whole point of it is that if, if anyone like tries to, yes. you know, go out and make a song over it, that it's like, well, clearly that's my beat. And it's know. also just a main reason to just indicate, hey, this is a producer and it's a working relationship. It reflects like, you know, because it's, uh, it's, it's just a thing where, you know, hey, this artist has to do the singing and the lyrics and the... The vocalizations, but hey, also you have your persons making beats and shit. Like oh, they got to be represented. Oh, it's right. representation. Okay, that's, okay. that's the that's. Uh, it's not just a weird flex, but okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's that, a reason for it. And okay. we we would always joke like like this one that starts like Fishnark is like one of the producers for GBC, and he's like they had that one song and it starts. Wait, hold on, Fishnark. Literally, he's a producer <laughs> and he's called Fishnark. And it literally is just a thing where he, there's a song by little people like, yo, I'll feel like a fish narc. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I've seen interviews with the fish narc and he's just this funny looking white guy who wears like cut up t-shirts that, you know, like not even hot topic would probably sell that <laughs> shit. It's like, has anyone ever like checked on fish narc and like ask, I'll feel like fish narc. It's like, Vishnark, how are you doing? Like, what would he actually say? He probably has something like, I'm actually like going through some shit right now. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I can't pay, I can't pay my rent. Like little peep had to like pay my rent. Like no one, no one, I don't feel too great. I do. Just this, check the documentary. <laughs> Nobody in that fucking gang could pay their rent. No one in the fucking LA loves could, could pay their shit. Yeah, dude, rent's outrageous. No one can afford to live nowadays. It's fucking ridiculous. It's, I feel like affordable and housing, Affordable and housing <laughs> is like an oxymoron. Yeah, I it's agree with like, that. You know, these are these are true statements. I have four fucking roommates, and so do you. Literally, yeah. This <laughs> is my life. Do 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 do. You don't want to know how I'm living. Actually, it's, I'm doing all right, but for real, it's a it's a fucking shit show. I want the economy to clap so I can buy a fucking three bedroom. Most <laughs> definitely, dude. But it's like it's like you know, it's like I got it tattooed for a fucking reason, man. It's like someone's always got a worse shit or something real fucking bad. You know, I'm just thankful I, every fucking day of my life. I am just God blessed that like I have a safe place to live. I have a roof over my shoulders. You could be driving a piece of shit Honda, but guess what, dude? There's someone out there walking Fuck. to work. You said Honda, and all I could think, but this is an '87 Honda. How dare you? '97? <laughs> or no, it might have been '97. From the, Who's, is it my car? Wait, wait, yours is yours is a '97. Uh, that's from. I'm the, not a car guy though. I don't, I don't know shit. No, me neither. That's from the movie, um, the the Costco movie. What we were talking about earlier with uh, Dak Shepard and the Dan Costco Co- movie. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, the employee of the month. Yeah, employee yeah. of the month. Yeah. He's like, this is an '87 Honda. How dare you? And, <laughs> and that that always kills me because I had an '87 oh, Honda for like ever, and I was just like, yeah. How dare you fuck with oh, my fifteen hundred dollar POS? Shit balls, man. I don't remember the crow. I remember the fucking movie because we were on that subject earlier. Man. Yeah. I love those two. Is there any other like 2000s uh, like coming of age movies that you, like, you really like that you miss? Oh, oh, we'll do anything with him in it, man. Dak Shepard's my guy when it comes to weird off put like coming of, like without a paddle with him and uh Yo, I love that one. Dude, yeah, that yeah, movie. Fucking Seth Green. Seth Green. Seth Green. And who's the who's like, fucking guy who plays Shaggy? The guy who played fucking Shaggy. What Whatever the, his name is. Uh, I think Dude, it's, so, what the fuck was his name? Shit. No, he did some really good stuff though. That guy like had like appreciation posts. Like he was in yes. Scream. Yes. Like that was nuts. Like his character in Scream was so dark. Like he stabs himself and he's just like, oh, it hurts. And it just it was fucking coughing up blood. Anyways, side note. Those guys are great. Without a paddle is one of the best movies out there for sure. I I, I just is yeah that that really just it's like a little time capsule of like two thousands movies. Yeah, fucking DB Cooper, man. Like they're all about that. They're trying to find the treasure and like what kid doesn't want to find treasure? 
Fucking totally, dude. They Metaphorically, also- realistically, literally. And then there's also just like everyone's getting stoned. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's getting stoned. Yeah. <laughs> there's that too, you know. Most this definitely. 2020, bro. Everybody's stoned. I didn't even like get most of those jokes growing up as a kid because I was like, huh? Like I used to like, I remember like my parents used to just like, okay, well here, we're going to go on this movie. You go see your movie, kiddo. And it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, even yeah. like get half the jokes most of the time because I would just yeah. wasn't old enough. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, this has been great. We just ranted for, you, you wouldn't even, you'd be surprised how long we just. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. What's your last name? Mitchell. My name is Alex Marchewski, and it's a pleasure to be Marchewski. Marchewski is the correct pronunciation. Marchewski. A native of Poland, it's pronounced something like Marhevsky, and it roughly translates to he who is burdened with carrots. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a carrot farmer, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Well, you heard it here in the Marchewski, <laughs> the Marchewski show brought to you live. Bah, bah, bah. I'm really trying to make that a thing. March- the Marchewski show. Oh, please. No, we got to have, we got to have a, it's got to be cooperative. Mar- Co- cooperative. Marchewski and Mitch. I'm all about. Like Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> Mitsky, Mitsky, Mitsky. No, that's, I think that's like a, a performer. Dang it. No, no, no. Mar- Marchewski and Mitch. Come on. Come on. You see it? I see it. Anyways, this has been it's fun. A, it's been a pleasure. It's and working, I'm, working. And I'm looking forward to doing more gang shit. Air quotes, Mitchell. working title. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, bud. Literally. Good night.